Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. It is June 10th. Uh, we're recording with a lot more energy than we had last night. Uh, this is going to be the first of most likely four E3 specials. This one will be also the most companies in one. We're going to be doing EA, Bethesda, and Devolver. Uh, tomorrow we will be recording, most likely, uh, Microsoft along with a Ubisoft Square Enix one, and if we have time, Nintendo. It just all depends on kind of how the days go and everything else. But we'll just get right into it, starting with, of course, EA. Uh, the first thing they showed off was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. One of the main things we saw was, uh, well, actually, speaking of Saw... Was uh, Saw Guerrera was revealed yeah. into the uh, game. So yeah, I thought that cool. was kind of cool. Seeing like a character from one of the movies like show up. And he's also in, uh, not Clone Wars, the other one. He's in Rebels. No, uh, he, he is in, he's in, um, he's in Clone Wars, he's in Rogue One, and he's in Rebels. He was in Clone Wars? Yeah, he, uh, so when they show him in Rogue One, everyone freaks out because he's from Clone Wars. Oh, I just freaked out because I was like, oh, it's Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> no, but yeah, he, he's originally in Clone Wars. He's a lot younger, of course. He's like a, a young rebel who's working with uh, basically the Republic uh, with the Jedi and everything else. And then everything else happens. Uh, we got to see a lot of gameplay, which was... It was interesting, to say the least. Uh I was kind of taken aback by the movement that they had for him, like kind of when Cal is running and just the way he just moves around, it was very slow, I guess you could say, for a Jedi, eh, and it was kind of, I don't know, it just looked kind of strange. It, it took me a little bit out of it, just watching it. Um, See, I guess... For for me, what weirded me out was that he had his, like, little droid guy, like, on his back the whole time. Even when he's, like, doing, like, literally somersaults and, like, rolls and stuff. Like, the robot's still somehow clinging onto him. I thought that was weird. Well, I'm, for, I'm sure for that there's some form of, like, attachment thing that, like, he can cl- clip on. It's, like, Ratchet and Clank, really. Yeah, I, I've Clank heard that... stay on Ratchet a lot. It's called, it, like, an explorer droid or something like that. Like, so, I don't know. If it's, like, designed to crawl through, like, new environments and, like, map places out, like, I don't know. I guess it's possible. I just thought it was weird. Okay. Yeah, just, I guess, I'm not comparing it to Force Unleashed with, like, uh, Galen Merrick, but... It kind of could. It's pretty similar gameplay style. Yeah, it's just, I guess in comparison, a little bit, it it just felt a lot slower in terms of pacing. And movement. maybe that's the only thing that's my only that's honestly my only gripe that of what i saw was just that everything else seemed pretty good there was nothing really groundbreaking about it uh we got to see a lot of his force use abilities like he could pull enemies in stab him there's actually some stuff incorporated from kylo ren with the force freeze where you can freeze opponents yeah. and actually the, it seemed like there was more time manipulation the developer described that i forget what he called it it wasn't like force stop but it it was like basically it's the in-between 
or it's like a move in between force pull and push. So you're like pulling and pushing at the same time, and it ends up just like stasising things. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. There is yeah. also a K two unit shown as I guess yeah, I more like a boss type character. So we get we're getting. I, I it makes me remember that like oh yeah, Rogue One takes place between three and four, and so does this. So it seems Ambus like we'll get a good amount of Rogue One elements. Not yeah. from, like, most of the other characters. Specifically, it's yeah. probably just going to be, like, Sagarera, But it's just interesting kind of to see the era that this game is representing. Yeah. So what I was initially concerned by w- was the combat system, I guess. Because, like, at first... Oh, with, like, show- the skill tree, or...? Well, I, I do want to know more about that, but... What I was worried by or, or about was that you being a Jedi with a lightsaber, you are just going to be mowing through useless stormtroopers like the whole game. And luckily, from what we've seen, it doesn't seem like it's going to be just stor- like basic level stormtroopers the whole time. Because like those guys, you you definitely can just like mow through in like a couple slashes with your sword, or I don't know if they made it like. Oh yeah, they said a while ago that there was gonna be purge troopers. But yeah, then there's like the purge troopers that look like an actual like kind of challenge. Like you gotta, you can't just like uh, button mash at them or whatever. But then there's also like wildlife and stuff, like those insects and, and stuff that he was attacking. So. I'm a little bit less worried about there being a lack of variety to combat at this point. And I guess platforming looked kind of fun. I liked that they incorporated his force moves into platforming, like pushing down uh, platforms or like pulling a vine into his hands to do like a swing. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and they definitely showed... It it seemed like there was like Uncharted-style platforming a little bit with it, which was kind of cool. They like just kind of take it from that. Uh, the droid at least will have certain functions. I think, I don't remember if they said it or not, if it would have functionalities with like, if you, I guess, do your skill tree and everything else, there'd probably be one for the droid, but at least it can heal you. Like that's where you're going to get your health from, at least a limited amount until I guess it can resupply. Like you'll get stim packs, but only a certain, like I said, it'll be a limited amount that the droid can hold at once, I guess. And then one other thing was that the interesting thing with the EA Play uh, done this year was it's not really a conference. It's just like kind of one-on-one interviews with people and this one had Greg Miller interviewing uh, the team there, like uh, Vince Pella and whatnot and basically Greg confirmed that uh, Watto could be in it. Uh, Hashtag Watto 2019. I thought that was hilarious. But (laughs) I would, if Watto actually did appear, I would I would laugh so fucking hard just because that would be so random. But they didn't say no. They could have just said no. They would have been like, oh, you're funny. But they didn't. So it's like, it's not something you should expect. It would just be hilarious if they did do it, though. Yeah, that'd be super funny. Yeah, apart from that, that was pretty much all they kind of revealed. Like, there was just, it was just pretty much gameplay. You can choose when to enter into a fight. Like, if there's two opposing forces fighting. You can let them draw out and kill each other, but you don't get XP, so you have to, like, uh, either way, probably go in and then fight them both at once, whether it's, like, the, the they show the wildlife fighting, the stormtroopers and whatnot. So we're going to get a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, overall, I'm not going to... 
I'm still really interested. I guess it just didn't wow me like I was expecting it to, but it's still very solid. Like, it's something I'm looking forward to getting in the fall for sure. Yeah, there's oh God, there's so many games coming out at the end of the year that I... Yeah, it's, it's going like, to be insane. Like, literally within a couple weeks, there's, like, Death Stranding and Star Wars, and I think, like, a, there's at least a few other th- a couple other We get things, Call like, of Duty, we get Ghost Recon. Yeah, uh-huh. At least, out of all those, for sure, I'm getting... Death Stranding and Ghost Recon, and probably to Star Wars, and then maybe call it... Okay, so maybe I'm getting all of them. I'm not really sure. It's going to be a lot of shit. Santa, I, help I'm me. Not, I can't afford yeah, all this. <laughs> I don't want to repeat 2014 and 2015, and 2013, actually, technically. For those that don't know, I would basically bulk buy Black Friday games, and then that's how my backlog basically grew. And then that's why, that's why I'm still in 2015 in backlog. That, like it's that very reason where I kept buying everything at once when I didn't need to so just remember you can wait they're not going to go anywhere sure worst case scenario someone might try to spoil something but like it, just stop and think before you go and throw money at things you know but all right next game uh they showed was Apex Legends oh real fast we're just doing the non-sports games so it's it's just like apex and battlefield after this and a little bit of anthem sort of but uh they showed some apex stuff uh they were talking about all right sorry about that folks uh james's macbook pro is just a beautiful machine yeah my god all right uh what i was saying uh apex legends uh legendary hunts come in it's gonna be like an elite uh queue or at least elite matchmaking, depending on your tier, I guess. It's supposed to be if you get in the top five in a match, you can enter into this queue and it'll give you XP boosts, exclusive skins uh, for characters and weapons and whatnot. Uh, There'll also be exclusive challenges. Uh, They announced like a double XP weekend from basically the 7th through the 9th. Oh wait, that's already over. So that doesn't, I guess, matter anymore. Pretty much, uh, I believe they said the season ends like the 17th or something, but season 2 is coming July 2nd, or season 1 ends July 1st. I'm not really sure, honestly, for all this. I'm pretty sure, alright, so I think it's the Legendary Hunt is going to be till the 17th, and then season 2 starts the 2nd, season 1 ends the 1st. Yeah, that makes sense. Alright, season 2 is called Battle Charge, though. It's going to have a... A Titanfall 2 weapon called the L-Star. It's a plasma field EMG gold tier yeah, weapon. It's Yeah, it's one of the things that you can't just like find it on the map. It just like drops from a, a supply drop. Yeah, it's going to be in a care package <laughs> and it'll have limited ammo. So if you run out, that's it for that weapon. And it they basically also uh, respawned admitted that there was a... It didn't launch... Uh, season one didn't launch as best as they were hoping it would just like with the battle pass so they're looking to basically improve hopefully with the second season we'll see what happens though yeah so far i like that they already said that they're gonna include like challenges to try to complete so it's like shit to actually aim to accomplish i guess yeah kind of taking some notes from fortnite it looks like for the most part definitely and then they have a new character, the 10th legend, Watson. Uh, looks like this uh, French girl. She had sort of like an Overwatch-style origin trailer, 
but it was more like it was stop motion, not stop motion, but it was. No, I, I think it was animated. Yeah, it was. It was like an animated trailer. It wasn't like um, it wasn't as crazy intense as the Overwatch ones, but it was still like it was telling its story. It was and, basically her father saying how great she is. Yeah, so she's a. It seems like a defensive player with R, they said RTS type elements, so she can kind of like lay down barriers and sort of trap like things trap style elements and it's more like uh it almost feels like she's doing some tower defense style things so she that whoever if you choose to play as her they'll just be more interesting gameplay gameplay elements that aren't like the other characters where just like heal or shoot or blow stuff up or have a shield and stuff like that this one's more like all right think plan out use location stuff like that uh that's pretty much did you have anything else for apex we're pretty much just uh ea we're gonna be blasting through for the most yeah, part yeah no i think that was pretty much it for apex i i like i like uh watson's skills like the her ability to put down like defensive barriers to cut off like choke points and stuff like i think that's kind of cool yeah I, I can't remember what her passive ability is or whatever but i'm excited yeah. Have you have you been playing Apex? Not recently. Uh just cuz I've just been so busy. Yeah. I I usually for me I just play it every now and again when ironically I know people will go in there and try to get do as much as they can, but for me unwinding and just doing something that feels kind of mindless is playing like Apex for me cuz I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'll just jump in, play a few matches, jump out, I'm good. Just play like for an hour and a half, 2 hours or something at the most. And then I get my fill, and that's it for like probably the month or something. That's the thing. It's like it's really easy to pl- uh, play Apex and in a short amount of time feel like you've actually done something, as opposed to like as much as I'm liking going back to Red Dead or at least the last couple days, like literally a half hour will go by and like I'll have not even gotten to a story mission. Just like shit will have happened along the way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like. both are fun but like one I'll get like an actual sense of accomplishment while the other I might like play for a long time and get nothing out of it I don't know Gotcha. but okay next up we got Battlefield 5 they are introducing more of chapter 4 which is pretty much a lot of Greece and the Greek maps Uh, it's going to be like the allies pushing pushing into the Greek territories like they did in the actual war that's supposed to be how they do this one and then they're going to have a north african desert map uh private matches which is kind of interesting so you can have your own private servers i don't think they've done that since i don't know if they did that for one but it's, it's been a while since they've had private matches the other new map they'll have is operation underground which is i believe kind of like a reimagining of another underground map they had before and then they teased chapter five which would be uh it's going to be the pacific theater and that's going to have... They, they showed first Iwo Jima. So we're getting America versus Japan, which is going to be really, really interesting. Uh, neither of us have bought it, I'm pretty sure. I didn't buy it. Did you buy it? No, I wasn't interested in Battlefield Five when it first came out. Like, I wanted to sort of wait till more of the DLC that they were talking about came out. Like the um, Firestorm Battle, Battle Royale, which ended up being not super great. So... I kind of just put it on the back burner, didn't really care too much until now. Like, the, all the stuff that they talked about yesterday, I was like, oh, 
they're adding a lot of content to this game. You're gonna all, you're like, gonna put it next to your Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Yeah, that's the problem. Like every time I think about buying a new game nowadays, I'm like, but I have like this huge stack of shit I haven't even touched. Or or uh, better yet, we're gonna put it next to Battlefield One <laughs> or Battlefront Two. Yeah, there's so many multiplayer games now. It's it's just insane. Yeah. Uh, if I do get it at this point, um. I think I might just say screw it and go on PC for it, just because I know I have like two people to play with. If I did do that, I'm more actually I think interested in just running through the single player campaign, and then if I really want to, I could just kind of honestly probably spend like two weeks playing the multiplayer, and then I'll just kind of be done. Uh, I'm not really sure, just because with the amount of multiplayer stuff still untouched, I'm. When you wait too long for things like this at this point, with the amount of games that are out with multiplayer or like with battle royale and things like that, it's so congested now. Like even like it's a world where Fallout has a multiplayer. Like everyone's got one now, and it's just insanely busy. It's hard to choose, which I think is why I just keep going back to Destiny because it's something I'm already invested in, and yeah, it's taking me away from everything else, but. It's like at least I have all this progress and like all this crap done in it that I can just keep building off of it at the very least instead of starting over with something else. All right, uh, last thing was Anthem. There was a very, very small update that Greg Miller talked to one of the Bioware guys at, at the before the Madden portion started, and it was just like Cataclysm's coming. Uh, there is an, indeed a future for Anthem. And it honestly, it sounds like it's going to take a lot of time. But they are at least there. The Bioware is at E3 or at least at EA Play specifically to get feedback from players. So, I, I, if I remember correctly, that is that is what they, they said. Haven't gotten enough yet. I mean, you know, I guess more like one on one. Like it's almost like doing um. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, when you when you go to like uh, before something comes out or it's even released, you go there to test it. Uh, not Q and A, but uh, I mean not QA, but um, crowdsourcing. Not crowdsourcing. It's like they show you something and they're like, "What do you think about this concept?" And then they get the opinions from everyone else. Maybe it is crowdsourcing. I'm not too sure actually. I can't remember. But basically, it just sounds like they're gonna go one on one with people and really just ask deep opinions on everything. And maybe I'll get back to Anthem in a year. I don't really Fo know. Focus testing. There we that's go. The, yes, that's yeah. that's the word for it, focus testing. But yeah, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with that. All right. Next up, we're gonna move out of EA. It's it wasn't too much. It was just it, it wasn't a conference. It was just like these little interviews, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, they always talk about FIFA and Madden every year because there's always another one. And this time they also talked about The Sims, but we don't really give a shit about it all. Yeah. Those, so. Yeah. so next up we got Bethesda which throughout uh, the entire conference they had these little videos of devs and the fans all talking about their lives and how it helped and it was like kind of cool but at the same time I was in a rush so I'm like oh my god I just I just want to get through this dude come on I know it's it, it was very it was supposed to be very heartfelt uh, just it, Bethesda it just made a, a very long conference when it didn't need to be that long, I guess, if that makes sense. No, I see what you mean. I'm in, like, the middle of finals, and I, like, just want to study, and Bethesda's 
conference could have been a bit shorter. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we, we they started out with the with the glorious Todd. Uh, Todd Howard addresses the Fallout 76 issues, but he's still him. So you're like, okay, I get what you're saying. This is kind of cool, but at the same time, uh, I know what you're gonna do. You're just gonna you're gonna do something again to make me angry. You always do nowadays. Like it's always a very love hate at this point with everything Bethesda Game Studios does, and. It's, uh, I actually listened to the IGN Unfiltered podcast, it's the Ryan McCafferty podcast where he interviews, like, developers, and they knew, they, basically, he interviewed Howard, uh, and he basically said, like, they knew it wasn't ready at launch, basically, and they still did it anyway. Yeah, I saw that so it's like, it like, we knew this wasn't going to be highly rated on Metacritic when we put it out there, but it's it's not about where you start, it's where you end up. Like, it's about our bags and how you don't get the right ones. And it's like, oh my god, dude, come on. So, uh, they talked like, about... I kind of think I... I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, like, I understand what he was trying to say, but at the same time, like, well, sure, you want to make a good game, like, a good game even better over time, but maybe also make an actually just a good game to sell. <laughs> I mean, I just because of how much I've loved Elder Scrolls and Fallout, I'll always admire Todd Howard in a certain way. But at the same time, this is the dude that basically we have each new iteration taking one step forward with a feature and then two steps back taking two things away that were really cool with the previous ones. Like each time they're sort of dumbed down in a way that really actually kind of sucks and they're still good, but then you realize that, oh, they could have been this much better if they really had tried on these certain things. And that's hey. kind of why um, if they're, the Bethesda game studio games are now kind of dying for me. I know I just bought Skyrim on Switch, and that was hmm. that's me just wanting to... I, I know exactly what I'm getting into there, but it's, it's, it's like... Um, once you realize, once you get the, once you take the red pill, you can't unsee what you saw with the red pill. You're like, oh, maybe I should have just taken the blue pill and not seen the real world and stayed in the matrix, but it, it just happens. But okay, uh, Fallout 76, Wastelanders update. It's bringing in dialogue trees, human NPCs, new main quest choice, uh, and consequences when you do choose these things, uh, new weapons and gear. It's a free update, and they also have, like, a free trial going from the 10th to the 17th. Then they also announced the Storm Mode, which is their, their own fucking battle royale. I can't believe they're doing this. Uh, 52 players, uh, winner becomes the overseer, uh, overseer and has exclusive perks, uh, or a perk leveling system with sneak peeks coming on the 10th. So it sounds like it will be in the, uh, uh, the free trial mode. For a limited time, possibly. I'm not really sure. I kind of want... I've never honestly played 76. So I kind of want to jump into this free play just to see exactly what it's like. Because this is the first Game Studios game that I never bought. Like, it just... At least since, like, the first one I bought was Oblivion. So, like, basically from Oblivion to Fallout 4, I, I got, like, every single thing. So that it's... Yeah, I, I didn't get Fallout 76 because literally there was no story to it not okay that's a there's there were no npcs it was just only 
Yeah, like the only story that's in the game is told to you like retroactively through uh, the recordings and stuff. And I just, that didn't appeal to me at all. But now that they're actually like, yeah, okay, so we heard you. It was a stupid idea to have a game with like no characters in it. So we're going to put characters in our game and a storyline and people you can actually talk to and shit like that. Now, and and to add on top of everything, we're going to do a, a battle royale. Why not? I'm actually a little bit interested in Fallout 76 now. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, I'll, I'll test it out just to see. I'm just... It's for the first time I'm not, like, jumping, like... I, I got the frickin', um... I got the Pip-Boy edition of 4. And I got, like, the anthology with, like, the, mi- the mini-nuke set and everything else. And then this one, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed it. Oh, well. I'll, I'll just see what happens. It's just at a certain point, like I was saying before, everyone and their mother has a multiplayer now. And it's so oversaturated that it's just so hard to decide what you want to play. And then even when you have all these other ones, it's like, oh, crap, I'm basically not even going to play all of these. It's, it's just kind of a waste yeah. of space and money. All right. Uh, then they revealed uh, that the Blades, Elder Scrolls Blades, is coming to Switch for free with cross-play progression with mobile, which I'm actually like, oh, cool, that's awesome. I still I'm actually ha- a little interested in that. Yeah, I, I actually am too. And they, I have had it on mobile. I honestly have never opened it still. But they say uh, play between the 10th and 17th, and you get rewards on mobile. So I'm like, I should probably at least play just to get a leg up with whatever they give you, and then just. I've tried when it. I get free time it, to go from there. It's it's interesting. Like it's it's got it, parts of it that I don't like, like having to wait for your chests to open and stuff. That's kind of free to play mobile gamey, but and the combat system could be more interesting. But I don't know. It's a decent mobile game. I'll give it. A, it's I think it's fine. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Ghostwire. Uh, it's uh, or Ghostwire Tokyo. It's from Tango Games. It's like a, it looks like a very spooky action game, or at least that's how uh, the woman that went up there how she described it. So yeah, honestly, it looked interesting. I, I was very curious. It, it just seemed like everyone got Thanos snapped. And I, I think you, she described it as like it's it's a horror game, but it's not a survival horror game. Yeah, it's like a it's a horror it's an action horror. Yeah, where you're like hunting it's, demons or whatever. and solving mysteries. Yeah, so I was like, oh, it's actually. I was honestly surprised, but I was pleasantly surprised by that. It's it's something I want to keep an eye on as more gets revealed. There was no like release date or anything. Yeah, and then like, uh, they that intrigued me. Yeah. They, they showed uh, some new stuff with Elder Scrolls Online, which it's, and that's another thing I bought and never played, really. I, like, started and then never yeah, really dude, continued in on, past, like, the first 20 minutes. That's on Game Pass, and I'm, like, really tempted to play that over the summer. Cause, dude, like, I, got the, I got their original Collector's Edition PS4 because I wanted to get the Imperial... That was when they were making it that you had to get the premium to get the Imperial character. Or Imperial oh, Race. Really? Yeah, so I did it. Aww. And I'm like, oh, this is actually the... F- it was when I stopped doing Collector's Editions. I'm like, I don't want the statue, dude. I just don't really... It was like a Molog Ball statue. 
and I just, I don't like it. I'm like, if I get rid of any of my statues, that's going to be the first one to go for sure. If I'm uh, honest, I like, I've always been really interested in, uh, an Elder Scrolls game set in elsewhere, where, which is the Khajiit homeland. And because like, they've never done that. Yeah. And it's, well, it's, like, in, it's, it's in Skyrim. Is it? If you got PC, there's, uh, it's, uh, what do you call it? Moonpath uh, of Elsewire. There's a really big um, mod for it. Oh, okay. But yeah, so like the idea of them adding it to Elder Scrolls Online is kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Plus dragons. And then um, did you want to talk about the Commander Keen stuff <laughs> or nah? I was very, I don't know. I didn't really feel anything towards it. Okay. I don't remember that show really. So I might say uh, names throughout this and we might just skip them as we go if we don't really like, care to talk about show. them but yeah so we're skipping commander keen uh and they showed elder scrolls legends and i cracked up because when they said moons of elsewhere as an expansion i was like wait that sounds like the moon path elsewhere mod and then i looked it up and i was i was right i was like oh yeah there was a mod it just sounds it sounded too similar personally i just thought it was funny that they took the name but I still have that game on my phone, too. I just haven't played it in a while. Never touched it. Uh, Rage 2 Ghost Expansion. You care about that? The Rage 2? Yeah, there was an expansion. Ghost Expansion. All right, skip. All right, <laughs> skip. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood's coming on the 26th. Super excited. It looks so awesome. Good. I need to play a 2 still, so I'm going to fast track that, possibly, I, I probably through my queue. One. Yeah, it's... Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid because... If I start playing Wolfenstein 2, I actually platinumed the first one and Old Blood each. Those are probably, like, the last two platinums I just went all out and loved. So I'm like, oh my god, I might do it for this one too, depending on its difficulty. I mean, if I could do the other two, I'm sure I could do this one. Uh, and then they announced uh, Deathloop. That was Arcane Leon. And, uh... Yeah. That looked actually pretty interesting. There wasn't too much more about that, but... It, it, it seems pretty cool. I wasn't sure if it's, like, PvP or if it's, like, some story mode or something where these two characters are basically, like, polar opposites of this kind of time issue going on. So I thought that was really tight. And then, uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, one small comment. Just in this specific uh, panel... Like, the, Bethesda tries to, I mean, obviously we saw them, like, relate to people with their little videos of, like, developers and fans being like, we're like you. And then they, every two seconds when they tried to get, there were certain things that were like, yo, fuck, fucking fuck, 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 fuck. And then, like, oh, Nazis, Nazis, kill the Nazis. And I'm like, is it me or is this, like, kind of getting stale? Like, they're really overplaying this now. Like, it was... I feel like they started it two years ago or a year ago. I'm not really sure which one. And you're like, oh, wow, they, they're just swearing. That's crazy. And now they're just, they they say these things, but they feel so forced. And it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't vibe with me, bro. It just doesn't vibe with me. I just didn't like that. Like, it, it would keep, it kept taking me out because I'm like, oh, you guys were doing something cool. And then you just kind of said it and it just, it, it just didn't, it didn't feel right. You know, it just didn't feel right. But okay. Uh, there was only two other things. Uh, Orion. They announced Orion, which is a group of patented technologies that optimize game engines for performance in a cloud environment. It works with Stadia, 
xCloud and other cloud platforms, most likely soon to be announced. Uh, streams games it streams games at a lower bandwidth and better frame rate. It means like uh, they at least they were saying when they were explaining it. It means it'll have a better experience, especially with those with others. Like if you have other people in the house using up your bandwidth, or if you have like you're not even in a city. You're like in a small town or somewhere out in the boonies or somewhere, and it's you know you got like a dish probably or something i don't know and it, the internet's not the best out there like you're not a priority to the company you're probably paying a shit ton to so you're going to have a lot even with that internet that's kind of not going good for you it sounds like it's going to increase the capabilities of what you can do with it now and uh, if they were saying it correctly orion can stream at max settings so I thought that was really interesting. I don't know. It's almost like it's a cloud for the cloud. So the way they described it, it was like Google is trying to work on cloud streaming from the hardware side of things. And, and then they're doing it from the software side of is things. the software side yeah. of things to make the hardware run the software better yeah. or whatever. Also, the fireworks are over. There's someone's lighting fireworks over here, if, if you hear that. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, but so it's it's honestly it sounds really interesting. I think they said you could, that the first thing they're testing it with is Doom Eternal, which they played on the phone, which was it looked crazy. Personally, I will never do that. Like I said, I, I don't want to play anything on a fucking phone unless it's a mobile game. But it, it looked pretty good. And if you want to, I guess they said uh, SlayersClub.com for testing. Yeah. Uh, and then they showed Doom Eternal. It's coming out November. Oh my god! 22nd so this year. It looks so good. Oh yeah, and then they showed they showed the multiplayer battle mode. It's 2v1, demons for slayers. Demons can summon AI demons to help, I believe. Uh, slayers are have skill, whereas demons have strategy. So it's kind of like... Uh, it, it's just an interesting 2v1 type mode that it just sounds... It yeah. Just, it's, or, it's unique, but it reminds me of Dead Space 2 multiplayer, where it's it feels like it's probably just going to be like a gimmick. If anything. Yeah. Sorry yeah, for I, I think it I think the multiplayer looks interesting, just or at least I don't know if there's like a death match or or if this is just it. Uh also they didn't mention if Snap Map is coming back from the first one, which was their thing where you could like make new levels and, and share them and stuff. But, um, I don't know, I, they showed off stuff like the demon characters being able to place other demons and stuff. Yeah, you can strategically uh, put AI demons in there and everything else. Yeah, so it seems like it's it's multiplayer Doom. It's like it's basically just more Doom if you don't feel like replaying the maps over and over again. You can play the multiplayer. Yeah. Because honestly, it's just like the gameplay. The gameplay of Doom is just so fucking fun. It's so good. I'm assuming. Are you also getting this on launch? Probably, yeah. Just because, like, I didn't get the first Doom on launch because I was like, why? I mean, Doom was good in like the '80s or whatever when it first came out. Like, but they there hasn't been a good like Doom three was like okay or whatever from what I heard. Uh, like, it was scary as shit, but it was just, like, I don't know. But, 
don't know. I just, basically, long story short, I wasn't expecting anything out of the new Doom or the last Doom, so I didn't pick it up at launch. And then just like everything I heard about it was like, holy shit, it's like the best shooter in years. So eventually, I picked it up on sale on like some sale, and I played it for like literally within like the first level. I was just like, holy shit, this game is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's just like. I, it's not only is it so like the gameplay is so fun but it's just surprising how much character that they can stuff into the protagonist who literally doesn't ever say a single word it's all just like how he interacts with like the demons and like I don't know it's just like it's hard to describe but it, it's it was really well done I gotcha yeah I'm, I'm probably gonna hold off on buying this one just because I you got me you got me doom I did, Doom yeah. 2016. I still haven't had a chance to play it, and I'm like, this, this is actually one of the ones where I'm like, I can wait. I already got that Stranding, I might do Star Wars, and I'm for sure doing Ghost Recon, so I'm like, I gotta pick and choose for now, so that's gonna be like one of the later discount games I get eventually, which I'm okay with. Like, I, it just makes life a little bit easier in the, in the beginning right now, so. That's it for Bethesda, though. Um, we'll... We'll do our ratings of the conferences as a whole on our 20th episode. So after everything's all done and every, uh, we get all our specials out of the way, uh, that one will just kind of break down how we felt they all went. I'll give a heads up right now. I can already say I'm not going to include EA because they didn't really have a conference. So I don't want to like count that against or for them. So they're just they're not going to be included in terms of like ranking all the conferences in terms of what they showed and how they sh- basically showed everything. Would it count as a presentation? Nah, I, I don't think so. I think it's right. just, it, I don't think it honestly counts at all for the most part. All right. Yeah. All right. Last one. This one's very short, but honestly, out of these three, it was my favorite. It was Devolver Digitals. It was 20 minutes long. They basically said, uh, I, one thing I have to say, they said fuck a lot more naturally. I have to just say that it 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 felt very real. It's it felt very intimate and uh, compassionate when they said it. It's kind of their shtick, though. Yeah, but it, like they they just say it casually though. They don't they don't like make it like this is what we like. We said it because it's edgy. It's just like this is just how we talk. Well, I just okay. So for context, like the last few years, they've been doing these like joke conferences, basically to like almost poke fun at E3 in general and they've been, they've had like an ongoing story for each one and then in the last one the presenter got like a shot with like an assault rifle by like like a someone from the future or like the, the past I don't know it's fucking weird but like they did a RoboCop thing for this one where I mean they couldn't get her working but they basically did the whole conference in her head, and they they just did like a Nintendo Direct, but for Devolver. And yeah, it was, it was so funny. They they straight up went. They they said, "We're doing Devolver Direct." Like it was just Devolver Direct. It was it was oh god, it was great. I was and cracking like, up. I have to say also, this was my first uh, Devolver uh, conference oh, really? I watched. Yeah, so I was I was very pleased with what I saw. I was cracking up. I'll say, I guess let's go through the games themselves really fast. Um, 
First, they showed Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. I also want to say, because these are indie games, so I'd rather have their names out there, too. More than anything, just I'm an indie developer, indie developer, so I'd rather support other indie developers as well by getting their names out there. Uh, Plus, Devolver, like, almost everything I've played from Devolver is just so fun. Yeah. And then, uh, so we first off, we got Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout on PS4 and PC. That's coming out early 2020. Then they showed uh, Carry On. And that's coming to PC and console carry 2020. In, I think. I There's think it's ca- supposed to be a playoff of, like, carrying, like, a corpse. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, what, that's what it was. Yeah. Which, honestly, that... Uh, what did I write down? Holy they shit, it- that's awesome. I honestly... Yeah. That was probably... Alright, out of... Let's say, so far, of these three conferences, seeing, like, everything from Star Wars, Apex, uh, the stuff Bethesda showed, Fallout, whatever, everything... I honestly got to say of stuff that's just like new or in, like unique, interesting. That was probably the coolest thing I saw for sure out of those yeah. three. I really I, liked seeing this game. Like it, it looked really, really fucking cool. Like I love how they called it a reverse horror game where like you're the monster and you're just like going around as this like weird, creepy tentacle monster thing, like incorporating more mass into you it's like it's fucking creepy just like the guy that was like vp marketing or something yes i was was cracking up i was laughing so hard when i saw that happen that was so fun the dude basically gets imploded by this thing uh and then they did uh enter so this was actually really cool um i'll say i'm gonna say bootleg for last but that that was so funny uh the messenger picnic panic is a free expansion coming to switch ps4 and PC on July 11th, and then my friend Pedro is coming on Switch uh, and PC on June 20th, and then the last two things was uh, Enter the Gungeon. I actually never played those games. I think that was actually... I could be completely wrong. If it's on Vita, it might be one of the PS Plus games I got. I'm not really sure, but... Sounds right. What I got interested about this specifically, though, was Enter the Gungeon House of the Gundead, is going to be an arcade game, not like arcade yeah, on like a PS- literal arcade arcade machine. cabinet in 2020. A and light gun game. Right now, I don't even know which ones. Like, there's did did they make a Halo arcade game? I feel like they did. I haven't found one. I know they have it. I just haven't seen it. It's that one. Uh, they're making a new Black Knight pinball game, which is a really really cool uh, pinball machine with a really amazing soundtrack. And then uh, the Star Wars Battle Pod's pretty tight. So like the and I missed out on the Metal Gear Online because that shit I think is dead now at this point. But like seeing new arcade games like this honestly make me try to if I can find an arcade place, I, I want to find these games and try them out. Just because it, it just brings this cool new thing where you're not playing fucking skee ball and getting like. 800 tickets for a toaster oven or some shit or an eraser like it's just cool always seeing something like this from an old era that doesn't it's not really it's not dead necessarily because now it's like they've revived with barcades like that's that's been the big thing which is honestly really cool but all right uh then the last thing they showed was this was fucking hilarious because people thought it was a joke i don't it's not actually a joke i went on the website and it's real devolver bootleg so they bootlegged a bunch of their own games, and it's on Steam. They, they put the price up as four ninety nine, but it's 1% off. So it's four ninety four. The special <laughs> promotion of 
six of uh, five cents off ends june 16th so get it now this is real <laughs> it's already out on steam so you get it's all the games that you know but they're all real apparently but they're all not <laughs> they're, all they're not like the, slight yeah knockoffs. so here here's the <laughs> list uh enter the gun dungeon hotline <laughs> milwaukee that's so fucking good ape out junior oh shooty boots Super Absolver Mini Turbo Fighting Championship, two players only, it says in parentheses. Uh, Catsylvania. Catsylvania. Yeah. It's a cat. It has the smallest description. It's a cat inside of a suit of armor. It's a cat dot 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 in full plate armor. What else do you want? Piku Buku Ball Stars, two players only. I am gonna not say anything about that. I just really want to though. And then Luft Rousers. Uh, oh wait, no, it oh. says Luft Luf Trousers. Sorry, <laughs> Luft Trousers. So, yeah, we get all these little fun games. I, I'm probably I'm gonna get this. Like this is, I I can't say no to this. This is great. This is ridiculous. Well, so. I love when they were talking about it and the presenter lady was like, this is real? People can give us money for this shit? Yeah, oh my god, that was so fucking, that was great. That was, that was so great. I gotta stop saying fuck, though. Damn. Alright, uh, that was pretty much all of it. The In terms of the presentation, Devolver just, it was just funny. It was just a good time. They, they have so much fun with this. And now that I know this exists, like... I'm now, it's it's a brand new door of a conference that I never sh- knew existed, and it's just really fun to watch. Now I'm excited for, like, next year. Yeah, you should go back and watch the first two, because, like, the and last they're pro- one... And they're all, like, 20 minutes each, right? Yeah, they're all pretty short, and they're all, like, super funny. And they're like connected, this. I guess? Like, there's a, there's a continuing yeah, there's story, like a it looks like. Yeah, there's, through line of, like, like, keeping the story going, sort of. Yeah, so I, I'll probably go back and actually check those out, maybe talk about it in episode 20 at that point, uh, if I can. I most likely will, because this is just really good. But that's pretty much all there was for these three. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, we can't record more tonight. So what I'm going to do is, because I, I go, I'm dead serious when I say i got to go meet someone up at the gym, because I'm also their ride, so that's kind of how this works. Uh, I will come back, I will edit this episode, so I'll, I'll try to release it tonight, and then We'll release it, like, tweet about it tomorrow morning that we got this out. And then uh, after work tomorrow, I will, or will record Microsoft. We'll record the Ubisoft Square Enix, and we'll record Nintendo if we got time. And I'll, if I can, if I can, I will attempt to churn out all three of those and just have them all out there. And then when you come back, we will be doing the Game of Thrones special, and then we will end with episode 20 and then get back to a more regular pacing if we can maintain that yeah sounds like a plan it should be easier when i'm like while i'm home for summer so yeah yeah but all right uh that is all we got for today uh for this if you want to email us send us feedback positive or negative send us any comments any questions email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com if you want to follow the show on twitter follow it at sutrasidetalk if you want to follow james follow him at invadergym124 and if you want to follow me, you can follow me at GoGoComzilla. And that is all we have for you tonight. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.